This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode and we have an exciting guest. It's Antonio Edwards. He has over 14 years of real estate investing experience. He has sold hundreds, over 700 or 800 real estate investment properties. He is an expert in this. And so Antonio, welcome. Hey, Chantel. Glad to be on your podcast today. Honored, ready to, to provide value, which I love to do. And, uh, Let's get it going. All right. Well, first thing I want to talk to you about, which is a topic that I'm obsessed with right now. I truly believe that slow flips is the best thing since rental properties came out. And I think they're so much better. So I want, and I've got more questions to ask you, but I first want you to, if, and if you guys have not listened to the episode that we did with Scott Jelenic on slow flips, you have to, we had a part one and a part two. This is going to be an even and more advanced session. So I want you to kind of talk about why you moved from doing regular flips into going, this is a no brainer. I'm going to switch to doing sl- slow flips. First of all, um, when you say we're, uh, when you ask for regular flip Chantel, are you referring to like renovation flips? Or- yes. Uh-huh. Well, number one, freedom. I mean, one thing about wholesaling, renovations, new development projects that, that they, they all three have in common is that you get one check. So I can make $100,000 on a regular flip, $30,000 on a wholesale deal, $100,000 on a new development project. That's one check that I'm picking up from the title company and I got to rinse and repeat and put my active time into that to make that check all over again. So why I went over to this game is cash flow and freedom. And I, I'm a lifestyle guy. I'm, I love my family. I have three kids, a 22-year-old, a three- and a six-year-old, uh, and a beautiful woman I've been with for 10, 10 years. And, I mean, I love being with my family. I love traveling. I just got back from uh, Miami area this weekend. Uh, that We left our kids with the nanny, and I wouldn't be able to do that without cash flow that I created for myself and my lifestyle. So that's why I jumped ship from the – regular flipping game to the slow flip game or the cash flow game. It's, it's, it's fairly simple. It's just cash flow and freedom. So I want you to talk about what are some of the things that you have learned? Because no matter which game you pick, right, yes. there are pros and cons and there's nightmares that you have to look out for. So I want you to just be really honest with us and tell us, a couple of things that haven't gone right and some things that, well, well, first I want you to start with just a a brief overview of what you're looking for when you're doing a slow flip and kind of go through that timeline. Uh, Explain that first. Okay. So basically it's just, I know there's a couple of questions there. So the first question is like what, what I've came across as far as my experience, my bad experience is dealing with contractors, Chantel. So I always ask people this, what, what, what is the first three letters in contractors? 
the first three letters in contractors. C-O-N. There, there you go. So you dealing with contractors is from fix and flip, new, uh, new development, and traditional rental properties. You have to deal with contractors with those three things. And I... I just don't have good luck with contractors. I, I mean, you could say you can trust them all you want. You could take your finger all, um, off the pulse all you want. And it's, next thing you know, you put your trust in these these guys. It's, it's, they're, they're stiffing you some type of shape, um, way, shape, or form. And when I discovered the slow flip, which is basically I saw somebody ask what is a slow flip, is really uh, it's just a form of owner financing. So instead of me traditionally renting a property, right, and me being a landlord and I'm having a tenant sign a lease, I am owner financing that property on long term on 30 on 30 year land contract. Uh, all it is is to keep it like lamest terms, which helped me to understand because it took me a year to, to, to get that paradigm shift from traditional renting to slow flipping or which is owner financing. It's just a paperwork change. So just look at it from instead of you having your tenant sign a lease, all you're doing is you jump your your you're, you're moving a lease, you're changing a lease into a agreement for deed. Some people call it an agreement for deed. Some people call it a land contract. Uh, but on the actual paperwork, the headline says agreement for deed. So that, that, that shift in the paperwork changes the whole dynamic of your whole exit strategy from traditionally renting to owner financing. With uh, the leaky toilet call on the, on the lease side, to the no leaky toilet call on the agreement for D side. It changes the whole game. So I, I don't want to deal with contractors anymore. Yeah. So let's start, let's first start with looking for a property. Let's say you, someone says, okay, and I don't, if you don't know what a slow flip is, uh, you guys need to listen to episode one and episode two to really learn about it. But let's dive right into, if you're looking for a property for a slow flip, finding yep. the property, what's step one? What are some of the things that you can do? Step one is um, I'm looking at the rental comps. Very simple. Uh, we do buy these properties as is. And I know some people that could be watching or listening to this right now that buy traditional rentals. You're going in, you're looking at the property, right? You're also probably looking at how many repairs you need to put into it far just to make it rent ready, not, you know, fully blown rehab, just rent ready. So you still have to put repairs into that property. We look at that same property, right? And honestly, Chantel, 99.9999% of the time, I'm just looking at photos of the property. I don't even visit any of these properties um, unless I just do it for fun because one of my markets is my hometown in Virginia. I live in Los Angeles, California. If I'm there twice a year, I just go out there and look, you know, just go to a property for, for fun and look at it. But I don't have to look at these properties. I could just look at pictures and uh, what, what they look like. They're just as is. They're not they're not uh, teardowns or anything of that nature. However, they do need TLC. So the traditional investor that's doing traditional renting, they'll look at that property. They'll look at it. Oh, man, I have to put 15, 20, 30,000 repairs into it to make it rent ready. We look at it. Oh, that's a nice property for a slow flip. I'm not doing any repairs. I'm just going to owner finance it out to an uh, end user or owner occupant is what I call it. And that owner occupant is going to be responsible for those repairs because we're owner financing them where they technically have ownership of the property and we're just the bank. So instead of me being a landlord and having a tenant sign a lease, 
I'm becoming a bank and having an owner occupant sign an agreement for deed where they are responsible for every piece of repair where they can't call me for a leaky toilet call. Yeah. So when you guys, and we have a copy of this contract that you guys can have one, but if let's yeah. start with number one. So like, let's say they wanted to go find a property. They could go to like dirtcheapsigns.com. They could mm -hmm. look, they could get a professionally printed banded sign that says like, we buy houses for cash fast with at a fair price with your phone number. Um, some people say for those particular signs, you should put a printed sign. And some people say, you know what? I have better luck just handwriting it and say, I buy houses for cash. Call me. Here's my number. Yeah. What have you found better? I found um, it, it's very neighborhood specific. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming some people that's watching this or listening to this, or at least most of them are 757 based. So I'm just going to use the market to just say Virginia Beach area. Um, I, I think the professional signs work better or the printed signs work better uh, versus like a C or D class in New, downtown Newport News, for an example. We will handwrite them. However, I personally haven't used any signs to generate leads to buy homes. We, we only use signs to, to attract our owner occupant on the sales side or the disposition side on that side. Uh, far as me finding um, properties, honestly, people, I'm just keep it super simple. And, it, and this is, I'm not exaggerating. These groups, uh, these investor groups on Facebook, there's deals every day. <laughs> especially the, 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 the types of deals we're looking for. Maybe the traditional wholesale deal or the traditional uh, discount, deep discounted deal for fix and flipping. Maybe those might be tougher to find in these groups, but for slow flips, a lot of these wholesalers are sending deals out here. You know, I just saw one literally today for, for 35K in one of my markets, which is right outside of um, Cleveland, Ohio, right? Is uh, like 15 minutes from Cleveland, which is one of my markets. For 35k, I looked at the pictures. I'm like, like this is like a killer slow flip deal. I can get 11. Like just just do the numbers real quick. If I took the full price, which he's asking, I'm gonna just put, do some numbers. And the rent on this in that market is 1100 dollars a month, and I'm I'm not exaggerating. Times 12 months. Granted, I'm not doing any repairs. Divided by a 35,000 investment. That is a 37% cash on cash return. I'm not going to see the property. I just look at the pictures that a wholesaler put in a group. I DM'd him. I'm like, hey, can I get some more details? Can I get a lockbox? He gave me a lockbox. I have a broker that's out there that it goes, uh, that I pay $150 that it go just look at it for me just to get some, some double eyes on it. He'll send a video. 99% of chance I'm going to buy it. A 37% cash on cash return. And matter of fact, I looked at the comps and I could probably sell it as is if I want if I wanted to. I don't want to you know, sell it and make a profit. I can sell it as is for 60K on MLS. But I want to keep it for a good slow flip because it's it's like actually a nice, it's a nice condition. You know? Um, but these are the type of properties that are in these groups on a daily basis. Another way that I find properties are on online auctions. I know Chantel, you 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 buy on online auctions as well. Um, there's really good deals um, in the markets that we're buying in. We're buying in Virginia, we're buying in Birmingham, Alabama, we're buying in St. Louis, Missouri, 
We're buying in um, the outskirts of St. Louis, like Cahokia, Illinois, Granite Illinois, and I'm buying in Akron and Cleveland, Ohio. So those are like markets that I'm buying in. They're proven. I have teams. I have infrastructure. I have systems. And when I say teams, basically just boots on the ground to take pictures, um, uh, videos. I have a locksmith on standby to, to change the key if needed, put a lockbox on the property. Uh, I have somebody there to sign to, to just say if we found an owner occupant to do the slow flip for the 30 year, I have somebody will meet them maybe at, at, you know, at an office or simple as a Starbucks that I'll pay. I call them the marketing team. Right. So um, they'll get paid. They market for these properties in each in, the, in each of my markets. So just say Birmingham, Alabama. I, uh, no, this actually goes back to that real example. So just say I'm buying this property for 35K uh, right outside of Cleveland, right? And what we'll do, I have a marketing team in that area where they're going to market the property for just say like $89,900. 5K down, $1,100 a month, right? They'll market this on Marketplace, which is one of the best ways to, to find your owner occupant. They're going to filter out and go through all the the prospects, right? And then they'll find this one lead to say, hey, I'll do 5K down, 89.9 plus interest, $1,100 a month. They'll, they will meet that, that, that uh, owner occupant, right? To sign the documents and that 5K down, my marketing team gets half of that down payment, which I'm totally happy to give the marketing team half of that down payment because they're like, like I was telling Chantel the other day, you had a problem in Virginia Beach that you possibly want to slow flip. And I was like, if you put that particular property in, from in Virginia Beach, which is a higher end home on Marketplace for the terms for a slow flip, you're going to get so much traction. Like it's, it's insane how many people want these properties when you say no banks needed, small down payment, owner financing, instead of just say my property needed work and I put that same property for a lease it's going to be a different type of uh, attraction. I probably won't get as much uh, attraction on a lease if it needed work versus if I put that same property that needed work for owner financing. It's insane. Like we'll get 15, 20 messages in marketplace a day. It's like, and I'm not even exaggerating. So I'll let, I'll leave that grunt work to the marketing team and they deserve half of that down payment. I want to tell you one of the reasons why I joined and I just love Canzel is that I can get a hundred percent commission. I get revenue share and I get stock. I am making thousands of dollars every single month in revenue share and stocks. And I now don't have to work nights and weekends on real estate anymore. You know, I've actually never been to a real estate agent's retirement party. And I want to be the first one that people are coming to at a young age. And I want to share with you some of my favorite resources. So if you go to joincanzel.com slash free, there's a couple that I want you to download. One is a 20 free lead generating PDF. It's gonna help you generate leads for free that you can download, as well as there's one on how to double your business. I don't want you to miss it. Go download it today. Joincanzel.com slash free. Yeah, so one of the things that I wanna say, cause I think that uh, some people are getting a little bit confused. And one of the things I hate the name slow flip, actually a, a friend of ours, Scott Jelenic came up with this name. And I want to say this, the definition that slow flip is not what slow flip, the definition used to be 
is that you purchase a property, you live in the home between two to five years, you do all the renovations and repairs with the intention for selling for a profit. And that's what a slow flip is called. That is not what we're talking about. So give a brief definition, Antonio, of what we are talking about with this definition of Scott Jelinek's version of slow flip. Correct. So let's take the word slow flip out of this whole equation. It's just look at this as a buy and hold strategy where you are owner finance. So you just look at this as just a form of, of a buy and hold exit strategy. So instead of renting the property and you're placing a tenant in your property on a year or two year lease, you're placing, we can't, I, I don't call these tenants in, in my, and in what I do because they're not renting or they're not even doing lease options with me because I've seen that earlier and I just saw it again on the bottom. Um, we are owner financing these owner occupants, right? on a 30 year agreement for deed. So instead of leasing that property on a year lease, I just shifted the whole dynamic and took myself out of me being a landlord or me getting that leaky toilet call. And I'm, I'm, we're marketing this out instead of a lease, we're marketing it out for owner financing. So when we get a, uh, someone who's interested in the property and you're gonna get a lot of interest when you market these for, like this, we're, we're going to put them in an, a, a contract and it's called an agreement for deed. And inside that agreement for deed is going to spell out the terms of the contract. So what's the, what's the total price? So 89,900, what's the interest rate? 12%, how many years? 30 years, which they're going to be paying me for 30 years for just say, for instance, $1,100 a month. It's, it's very simple. It's a, it's a three page agreement. Uh, it's, it's not hard. I remember when I, Chantel, I remember back in 2010, I used to hear this word land contract going around. And just, it just sounded like, is that just land? Like I should think it was land until I actually like uh, understood the concept of a land contract or an agreement for deed in 2013, which was my first slow flip, by the way. So what I did in 2012 all right, so I started in 2009, and from 2009 to 2012, all I was doing was flipping my life away. I was wholesaling, I was doing renovations. Um, I did my first first uh, new development project in that time, and I picked up my first rental in 2012 for $12,000. Rented it out, getting uh, $700 a month, which is, I mean, that's a killer deal, right? Killer deal all the way around. However, from 2012 to 2013, I was getting the leaky toilet call and I was frustrated. Like, and this was my second rental at the time. My first one was, was a section eight one that, that kind of accidentally stumbled, like kind of, it was an accidental rental, but I never planned it to be, but this rental for 12,000 for tw in 2012, 2013, I was getting leaky toilet calls. I was getting plumbing calls and I, I was just so freaking frustrated, frustrated. And I was like, man, like, I, I don't even like I know they talk about building wealth as, as buying and holding properties, but I don't like I don't like this. So in 2013, when Mrs. Clark, which is my tenant at the time, lease was up, all I did was instead of her signing a lease because she wanted to renew, I said, "Hey, Ms. Clark, how about if you if I sell you the property on owner financing?" And she was like, "Oh my God, oh my gosh!" She's like I always wanted to own a home. She said, "What do you mean? Like I can own this house?" And I was like, "Absolutely." So I was like, "I, I will finance you." 
on a 30 year. I say uh, everything stays the same. Your monthly payment stays the same. However, we're going to turn this into an agreement for deed where you are responsible for the repairs and you have ownership in a home and you're actually paying down some principal where you will have a free and clear property one day. So she didn't sign a lease. I just had her sign an agreement for deed. Her $700 a month stayed the same. However, I sold it to her for $59.9 at the time, total price. I can't remember the exact interest, but just say like 10% interest, $700 a month for 30 years. And that was 10 years ago, 10 years ago. So I hope that clarifies a little bit. It's just a, it's yeah, an agreement. And, and here's the thing. One of the, the tricks that you can do is if you don't have the money to buy it, you, there's tons of lenders out there where you can, they'll lend you money for the first five years to buy the property. Um, and it's a really safe bet for the lender. Like I'll do that all day long, right? Because I'm going to be in first place on that, that property that I'm buying. So if Antonio came to me and said, look, I want to buy this house on 123 B street. I said, look, I've got some extra cash. I'll buy it. Then he turns around and puts sells it to someone and he doesn't have to pay all of you know the like he said the leaky toilet type things we do have a question that says who pays the property taxes who obtains the homeowner's insurance that's a that's an amazing question we build that into the payment so if i'm asking eleven hundred dollars a month um, we'll tell that owner occupant is principal interest tax and insurance. Your tax and insurance is built into that $1,100 a month payment because I personally want to set it up myself, which, you know, I, the taxes are automated every month. I set that up and, and the insurance is automated. I'd rather pay myself versus me um, just depending on the owner occupant to pay the taxes per se. And I don't want to, I don't want to look and be like, man, I haven't paid in six months. So I'd rather build that into the payment. I collect the payment and I will pay that every month. I want also want to say this too, um, the, which I love about this whole owner financing or agreement for deed. Again, we're going to leave out the, the slow flip name. I wanted to say owner financing or agreement for deed. The deed stays in your name until that owner occupant pays you off, whether they go the full 30 year uh, term or maybe they pay you off in five years. I had three people which was unusual, Chantel. I had uh, three people pay me off in the, in the pandemic. I was like, man, maybe these people getting this PPP or government money or something. Because these people, like a year or two years ago, they, they didn't have that much in their bank account. I mean, they had a couple grand, a few grand, but now you have 90 grand just to pay me off, which was a good thing. So I, I got, you know, a couple, I had three large checks hit me during the pandemic, three paid me off, and I went to go buy, I bought me six more slow flips. It was just a good problem to be in. Well, give us, uh, we're almost out of time. Tell us a couple of more cons that that people need to be looking out for. I want to hear some disaster stories that people I, need. I got, I got one for you. This is okay. pretty, this is pretty fresh. My, my, um, my client, my slow flip client, um, Anthony had it. Look him up. He, he owns a yachting company. Um, in, 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 uh, he lives in Tampa. He owns a yachting company in the Tampa area, St. Pete, Clearwater. He buys his property in Virginia. Never, he never's been, he never been to Virginia. Um, so one of his owner financing properties, he bought in Portsmouth. My team and I, we brought it to him. He bought this property four years ago, paid 58K for it. 
he's getting 950 a month. Well, he was getting 950 a month, right? Um, the house, the, the owner occupant, he sold it to the house caught on fire, where the kitchen caught on fire um, about three, four months ago. So he called me and he was freaking out. I was saying, Tony, like, dang, man, like, what do I, do I do? Like, man, like, uh, this, she sent me pictures. This house just, just doesn't even look livable no more. And I'm like, I was like, Anthony, just calm down, just calm down, just calm down. And I said, and this is a thing that I, I want to bring. When these particular properties, they need work, right? They're not teardowns, but they need TLC, most of our properties. So what the type of insurance policy I put on these properties is called a cash value policy. It's not your standard uh, policy. It's a cash value policy. So what that basically means is that whatever cash you pay for the property is what you're going to get back. It's a simple policy. And the insurance, they, they don't grade these properties condition-wise. So they'll take these properties as is with a cash value policy. So Anthony had a $60,000 cash value policy. And I have to remind him that I like to pay 58K for it. So we usually round it up um, with my clients. And I'll say, you have a $60,000 policy. So long, long story short, he was freaking out, Chantel, freaking out. And I'm like, just calm down. You're, you're, you're okay. You're, you're like, you're, you're in, remember, Anthony, even in the worst case scenario with this model, you are still in the driver's seat. You're going to get a check from the insurance company because you are insured. If you wasn't insured, this would be a different story, but I would not let you go that go, go that route. So th now this is about four months ago. It, uh, and about two months ago, he got a check for $60,000. $60,000. And he also sold that property or he's it's going to be closing the next two weeks for $60,000. So what does that mean? He got $120,000 that a property he paid 58K for, and he's about to go buy three more slow flips. He's from St. Louis. He wants to go to St. Louis and buy three slow flips with that money. Maybe four. I'm that sorry. is the worst case scenario. That, that's the worst I've seen this model in my 10 years of doing this, this particular model. Yeah, we have to come up with a better name because I, I told yeah. Scott this name is terrible, but we I'm telling you right now, this to me is, I'm never going to buy another rental property. I'm, I'm just like you. I'm never going to buy another one. I'm only going to do these slow flips. This is the way to go. You guys need to find out more about this. We're going to have another episode on this next week. So stay tuned. We are really excited. Now tell listeners, Antonio, if they want to find out more, you, you have checklists and things like that in place. Tell them where they can find it. Yeah, so I got so I got so here's my eight-step checklist here. It breaks down all the steps of of, of finding the, these owner financial properties or slow flip properties from um from from point A from step A to, to the to step B. Um just go to slowflipformula.com. Also, if you guys just want to just skip the line and you know become you know part of the, the team and we will help find you the deals and and um and whatnot. And you know, become part of my market, the whole infrastructure. You can go to slowflipformula.com forward slash cash flow. So slowflipformula.com forward slash cash flow. Because I have a feeling some people really want to like, like, you know what? I want to go buy buy these things in these markets. And I understand, like, like when I first started, I, I started in the local market in Virginia, but I wish I would have started in other markets because it's not as scary as you think. 
buying this particular model of properties for buying holds outside the states when you just have like a locksmith, some a boots on the ground to take pictures and an eviction person, which I forgot to bring that up. Mm, love it. Well, yep. you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.